Welcome to Funny Story Podcast, episode 19. As always, I'm your host, comedian, Chris Dioria. Today's episode is very timely and seasonal, as we had a user submit a brand new story of something that just happened, entitled, My Accidentally Offensive Halloween Costume. Now, we've all had our own moments with our Halloween costumes, I'm sure, but this one takes the cake when it comes to accidentally being slightly on the uh, risque side. Uh, As always, please don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to the Funny Story Podcast. And to submit your own funny story, email me at thefunnystorypodcast at gmail.com. That's thefunnystorypodcast at gmail.com. And also, don't forget to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at thechristioreo. Now sit back relax and enjoy the episode funny story podcast episode number 19 my accidentally offensive halloween costume so let me start by saying that i'm a huge halloween fan and also i like to think that i have a pretty good sense of humor sometimes those things can exist in perfect harmony and be beneficial to everyone. And other times, those two traits can combine to cause a real problem for somebody. I can't remember the comedian's name, but somewhere out there is a famous Halloween-related tweet from a comedian saying something along the lines of, right now, somewhere out there is a white person picking a Halloween costume that is going to ruin the rest of their lives or something to that effect. I am embarrassed to say that I recently became dangerously close to becoming that, in fact, white person. You see, my now husband and I recently moved into a new home in a new neighborhood and have been trying to do our best to meet our neighbors. We've always believed that it is good practice to have a good relationship with your neighbors, especially as this new home was our quote-unquote forever home, or at the very least, the home we have purchased with the intention of raising our future kids in. Therefore, we have made it a point to not only be responsible neighbors, but good neighbors, trying to build a relationship and make friends in our neighborhood. It's a pretty diverse neighborhood in terms of age range and culture. Uh, With the recent surge in housing prices across the country, it's especially interesting because we have a lot of old school, blue collar, hardworking families that have lived here for decades and made their roots here. But if they tried to buy in this market, they'd be priced out of their own homes. Uh, Then you have people like us, younger-ish yuppies who are lucky to be able to buy a house anywhere in the current market. It's definitely cool to live somewhere that's not so cookie-cutter, and I love that we have that, but what you sometimes don't take into account is that when you're in such a unique neighborhood, you have to spend a little more time to get to know your people. Uh, Like I said, we tried to do that, but as you'll see in this story, we didn't do quite good enough of a job digging into everyone's background. So fast forward to October. We've been here for a few months now, had a few neighborhood hangouts and whatnot. And lo and behold, we get invited to a neighborhood Halloween costume party by the people who live directly across the street from us. This is perfect, we think to ourselves. The chance to get dressed up and have some adult fun without having to worry about driving anywhere. My husband and I are for sure planning on having children in the near future, but for now, we certainly don't mind having the opportunity to cut loose every once in a while 
and enjoy a few adult beverages. We readily accept the invitation and begin planning our Halloween costumes. Now, it just so happens that another friend group of ours was having a Halloween party the night before our neighborhood party, so we figured the smart thing to do would be to have one costume that could fit for both parties, and our first party happened to have the theme of sports mascots. And you happen to be looking at a proud Florida State University alumni here, so you know that I was going to take this opportunity to represent my alma mater. I immediately went about creating the most awesome and sexy Chief Osceola costume that this little town has ever seen. I even tried creating a renegade costume for my golden retriever, but I was informed by my husband that it would only end up being torn to shreds in our living room carpet, so I conceded into just wearing my own costume and leaving well enough alone. <clears throat> so I'm very happy to report that my costume was, in fact, a huge hit at our first Halloween party. Despite the fact that my area has more than our fair share of FSU graduates, I was the only one who represented the chief himself at this outing. I had a great time, got a lot of compliments on the outfit, and partied a lot harder than I probably should have. So fast forward to the next night when it was time to get ready for our neighborhood Halloween party. So, partly because I was super excited about the prospect of pulling off this awesome costume again, and partly because I was nursing a hangover, I started drinking early in preparation for the neighborhood party. Like I said, right across the street, didn't even have to worry about waiting for an Uber. I was free to go about my own devices for the night. As such, I came walking to that party hard. I had my tomahawk going and was chanting the famous FSU war chant at the top of my lungs. I was ready to party. So as I burst through the door, shouting these chants and waving my styrofoam tomahawk in the air, I greeted the neighbors and began making my way towards the kitchen where all the various potluck items had been gathered. I'm noticing that a few people are looking at me weird and doing that thing where they raise their eyebrows and you think you can see their mouths moving in the proper pattern into which form the words, what the fuck, only silently. Well, <clears throat> I saw a few of those and initially just chalked it up to the fact that I came into the house pretty aggressive with my waving and shouting. After plopping down the tray of my signature buffalo chicken dip and chips and cracking into what was probably already my fifth White Claw that night, I began to take notice of my surroundings. What I saw put a feeling into the pit of my stomach that I can only describe as a gastrointestinal version of, you fucked up bad kid. I noticed that our neighbor's house was littered with Native American artifacts, tapestries, and, oh, actual pictures of their Native American family. So let's quick recap what happened here. My brand new neighbors, whose only impression of me prior to now has been them seeing me walk a dog around the neighborhood in often poorly fitting leggings and a few short conversations, are now seeing me march through their home dressed like a stereotypical member of a culture they seem to be very proud of. I am sick to my stomach thinking of grabbing my husband immediately and telling him we have to leave the party and the neighborhood and never speak to anyone again. I fathomed in my head that I haven't actually seen our neighbors who own the home yet, so we can make a hasty exit and nobody will know what happened. And our saving grace is that it's Halloween, so hopefully nobody recognized us either. To my horror, I turn around to look for my husband and immediately I see my neighbor approaching us and she does not look happy. I preemptively start making an explanation for my behavior when my neighbor grabs me by both of my cheeks and pulls me close to her face and says, don't worry about these bitches. We think you look amazing. And gave me a big hug. 
Now, me being me, of course, instead of just accepting her grace and going with the flow, I had to put my foot back in my mouth and said, I am so sorry. I had no idea you were Native American. I thought you were Italian or something. Yes, that was my bright idea. She laughs and said, yes, very tan, but no, not Italian. My husband is half Native American and I'm 100%. Again, I start to apologize profusely for the offense. <clears throat> oh my God, I am so sorry, I say. I went to FSU and I was just dressing up as our mascot for Halloween for another party. And she cut me off there and said, Courtney, we are not offended in the least bit. We love your costume. The only people who are offended are the silly white ladies who think it's okay for their job to be to get offended for me. And then she laughed. So having the grace of the owner of the home and her reassurance, I was now a little more bold and at ease, but still not happy with myself. And as I mentioned earlier, I was a little buzzed. So instead of just accepting the old it is what it is mantra, I now took it upon myself to pretty much go group to group to the entire party full of secondhand offended white people like me and explain to them drunkenly that I was only wearing this costume because of my previous obligation to wear a mascot to a prior party and that I was proud that I went to FSU and we had this cool tradition and of course I was so not a racist and I can totally understand their plight. Like I said, one too many white claws. Uh, once I managed to get off my self-imposed soapbox, the party actually went pretty awesome. And by default, I was able to figure out which of my neighbors were cool and which ones were probably a little too self-absorbed for us to try to build a lasting friendship with. I sure hope none of them listen to this podcast, though. Folks, thanks once again for tuning into the Funny Story Podcast. As always, I'm your host, comedian Chris DiOrio. Follow us, like us, subscribe to us, and check us out on your favorite podcasting platform. We'll catch you on the next one.